You can't see Megzi is doing karate chops while she's explaining this here. Look, karate hands to try and get my point across to you. <laughs> I will post a picture of my karate chop hands. Good to on know. The show notes. I look forward to that. This is the $5 Planet Travel Podcast. I'm Tomo. And I'm Megzi. And we bring you the formula to discover travel freedom. Step one, every Thursday, we'll show you how to travel the world in style, full time, for as little as $300 per person per month. Step two, every Monday, we interview digital entrepreneurs who reveal the methods to creating a location-independent online income. So subscribe on iTunes now and discover travel freedom for yourself with the $5 Planet Travel Podcast. This is Money Mondays, episode 022. In this episode, Jason and Samantha from the blog My Tan Feet tell us how predicting what your audience wants is actually pretty simple. If someone goes to your site and you sell potatoes, you know that that person wants potatoes. So give them information about potatoes and where to buy potatoes. You know what I mean? <laughs> we also discuss in depth just how important email marketing is in 2015. Some bloggers that want to make money, they, they don't have an email sequence. That's our number one tool. Our email sequence is ours. We can do what we want with it. The content we put in it is all of us. We can engage as much as we want. Whereas if I post something on Facebook, only 10% of people are going to see it. Well, hello once again, everybody. Yes, welcome, welcome, welcome back. Yes, so uh, we're here to tell you this week that things are changing a yeah, little bit. Yeah, Because mm-hmm, uh, you know us as the $5 planet, of course, but that is about to change. Yeah, we just felt that it didn't represent us anymore. When we started this project, it was all about $5 experiences, and that's slowly been sidelined for topics that we just seen were more popular. So how to grow your online business, travel freedom lifestyle, and just sort of getting down to superior travel hacking. Yeah, basically being super awesome, traveling around the world, and spending way less than you'd expect. And this is the sort of stuff people really want to know. I mean, the $5 experiences are really useful and they're pretty cool, but it's not like a super awesome topic that you can get locked in and want to listen to every episode. And you can go to our blog for that. Yeah, the information is still around. We'll still mention it, but we are changing things up and we are becoming the Travel Freedom Podcast. I like that name. Because it's all about travel freedom. That's what we're all about. That's what we do. It makes a lot more sense than being called $5 Planet. Yep. We're also sort of going to tighten the format up a bit as well. So some elements we include right now, they're just crazy time consuming. And with traveling on the road and trying to edit and do all lots of things and freelancing, it's just really hard and we just don't know what value it all provides. You can't see Megzi is doing karate chops while she's explaining this here. In the Look, studio. karate hands to try and get my point across to you. <laughs> the gesticulation is not... Uh... It's not seen. No. It's it's an audio recording. I will post a picture of my karate chop hands. Good to know. On the show notes. I look forward to that. Um, Yeah, so Thursdays are going to sort of start focusing a lot more on the travel hacking side of things, helping you guys travel a lot cheaper so you can get out and start your travel freedom lifestyle sooner. Because obviously the less it costs to travel, the less money you need to save before you can go and travel. So the destination features, we're still going to be bringing in some destination features. It's just going to be like one week we'll do a destination, the next week we'll do travel hacking. One week we'll do travel safety with World Nomads. Exactly. That sort of shit. Because we've been we were cutting out so much information. You guys don't realize just how much stuff we actually cut out to put these episodes together. So we've done all this cool stuff. We've gone to these locations and we've cut down really useful information into like 10 minutes. And we feel like we're sort of letting you guys down by not keeping that stuff in. So we're going to spread it out into different things and make the format work a bit differently. You'll see. Yes. Yeah. But don't worry. I know you're all freaking out right now, but travel homework is staying. Yes. Don't worry. You're going to have your homework every week, which actually we mentioned in the last episode that someone had sent us a haiku and we had asked for a haiku back in episode 13. And someone actually sent us one on Twitter. Absolutely made our day. <laughs> yeah. Actually, uh, poetry travel homework is not our 
standard travel homework, but we thought it'd be funny. And yeah, we got a response. So here it is. Moroccan Spiced Fog. Boutillon Bodega Babe. Long Spanish Summer. What does it mean? Nobody knows. No, no one knows what haikus mean at I all. I don't know. I think it's Japanese haiku. people seem to know what they mean. Yeah, it's all like that sort of like meaning things that mean other things that actually make sense in a way. I so don't know. If you're Japanese and you're listening to the show and you've managed to understand what the haiku is yeah, about. Yeah, you're like, dude, I totally get where she's going with that. Oh, got it. Yeah, so that was sent in by Traveling Lou, at Traveling Lou on Twitter. If you want to go and tweet her and thank her for her haiku and ask her what it means, get her to tell us. <laughs> yeah. At us back. Yeah, it could have something to do with spiced frog here in Morocco. Spiced frog? Fog. <laughs> fog. It's a fog. They do eat frogs here, don't well, they? it's that French influence. So, yeah. yes, there are probably some spiced frogs. I'm probably not going to go eat spiced frogs. But the Moroccan food could definitely do with a little more spice. I was expecting it to be a little spicier. Well, it they have been. lots of spices. It's just not spicy. It has not been the spicy wonderland I was expecting. No, it's been a little disappointing. Yeah. We're going to do a cooking class and try and fix that. Yeah, cooking class is coming up. We'll be telling you more about that in a future episode. Anyway, so you're going to be hearing changes in the show. And if you really, really hate the changes, do email us and say, I wish you hadn't got rid of that. I wish you hadn't changed that. And then we'll send you an email back going, "Uh, we'll probably do something about that at some point yeah but remember travel freedom podcast yeah that's what it's going to be it's going to be changing in your feed in your podcast feed in itunes it's going to come up as travel freedom podcast eventually we'll be transitioning that over the next few weeks no changes we're not going to just immediately change it because then we know you're going to get confused and not realize it's changed and go oh my god they've stopped broadcasting no we're going to keep you up to date every step of the way as we make this change to being the travel freedom podcast yeah so also our book the five steps to kickstarting your dream lifestyle will no longer be free. But it doesn't matter because I know everybody out there has downloaded it already Hopefully anyway. you already downloaded it because if you didn't download it for free, you will not be able to get it for free. That's changing in the next week or two. I'll be sending an email out to all the people on our email list to say, this is it. It's going away. Yeah. And it's actually, it's really good information that we have in there. And we put a lot of time into it. And we've just discovered that when stuff is free, people don't value your information and they just don't bother reading it. So the book is a complete 101 outline of how to set up a location independent business travel freedom, just downloading it and not reading it, it doesn't give value to new followers and certainly doesn't respect the the three years we've spent learning how to live this lifestyle. Yeah, it's taken us bloody ages to get to the point we're at now. That's not to say that you guys can't do it quicker because what we did was we Fucked learned... it up the whole way. it up the whole way. But, you know, we figured it out every step of the way on our own and we really didn't reach out for help from other people who'd already done this until much more recently. And we realized if we'd been reaching out and getting information from people who knew what they were doing, we'd be accelerating a lot faster, which is what's happened in the last three months, or last yeah. six months, really. We've just gone from zero to hero. To just like, Yeah. We what shows are? Income's gone up insanely to the point now we're making way more than yeah. we actually spend. So we're going to put more value on ourselves and on our products. So if you do want to get the book while it is still free, head to 5 slash dream lifestyle and make sure you download it now because it's not going to be there for much longer. No. Unless you want to pay for it and then head to there and buy it. Yeah. We'll if you want to pay through. for it, just pay. wait. Yeah, just wait. Actually, don't, don't buy it. Don't get it yet. <laughs> don't get it for free. No. Stop. Wait. Wait. Pay. What do we say? Pay for it. Pay for it. No, go get your free book before uh, before we put a price on it. All right. So what else in the news? Uh, oh, yeah. Well, bicycles and scooters have been trying to run us down whilst walking the old streets of the Medina here in Essaouira in Morocco. And the streets are crazy tiny. If you've ever been to Southeast Asia or you have been to Morocco and you've got these crazy tiny streets and there's stalls everywhere and they got their stuff out and then there's still people on motorbikes just trying to race past you at the same time. 
yeah, it's pretty crazy, all on the little mopeds, and they some of them go pretty fast, considering it's full of people walking around, these guys doing like 15, 20, 30 miles an hour. I saw them hit an old dude the other day. Yeah. He didn't get away fast enough. No, I've seen them hit a couple of people. I saw one in Marrakesh, some woman got hit as well. Yeah. And so, it's pretty freaking dodgy. Yeah. But of course, we're insured, so... We're fine. I don't worry about it too much. If I break a leg, that's going to be quite annoying, but at least I won't have a bill at the end of it. Yeah, as you guys probably know by now, we use World Nomads Travel Insurance. They're just better for long-term travelers than other companies. Yeah, so you can grab your 5% off your policy by jumping on the link, $5planet.com slash World Nomads and using the code WN5DP. And uh, those links, 5planet.com, even though we are changing the brand, the old links will continue to work for quite some time, probably for like the next six months to a year. So don't worry about that. If you go to the old website, things will just redirect. We're just going to make it all work. It's going to be magic. It's all going to link up together. So It's not going to bother you guys at all. As long as you know our new name. What is it? Travel, Travel freedom. Freedom. What is Podcast. our name? Podcast. Oh. We don't even know. We don't know. Travel Freedom Podcast is what we're becoming. I'm so excited. It's such a good name. It's just like, blam, Travel Freedom. It's just going to be epic. We've got really, really big plans for how this is going to link in with other stuff we're doing, but we're not going to tell you about that right now. No. Right now, we're going to move into our interview with My 10 Feet. Yeah, that's right. So these guys have actually made a shitload of money in just the first two years. Then we're going to tell you about that in just a second. But really, they, they came out of nowhere. They decided to go for this Costa Rica travel niche. And they just, it. they've owned it. They have owned the entire thing. And it's not just set up a blog and write some good content. They are really working. They're really hustling. And this is what it's about. If you hustle, if you think carefully about what your audience want, then you will succeed. But they're going to give you a lot of tips on that. So I'm not going to give it all away right now. Bear in mind, there's a few glitchy sounds. They were in Costa Rica at the time. Internet, not so good. So the Skype cuts out a little bit, but really it's not that bad. You'll so, still get what they're going on about. You'll yeah. get their fantastic information. Yeah, it's a little glitchy, but it's not horrible. But yeah, bear that in mind. Sorry about that. Don't leave us two-star iTunes reviews just because there was a few Skype glitches. It's beyond our control. Instead, leave us five-star iTunes reviews that makes because us we're so wonderful. Much happier. Yes, that will make us very happy. All right, over to my 10 feet. Okay, so today we're talking with Jason and Samantha. They manage the successful travel blog, My 10 Feet, which has got a name for itself, specializing in travel and info for Costa Rica. Having made almost $36,000 in cash and free stuff in less than two years, they prove that a dedicated strategy can yield amazing financial results in a very short amount of time. Having discovered travel freedom, they prove yet again that you don't have to be a millionaire to be free and travel the world as you please in 2015. Hi guys, thanks so much for coming on the show. Hello, and thank hey. you for having us. Hi guys. Hi. No worries. So you guys are in Costa Rica at the moment. Please tell us a little bit about yourselves and why you chose to get into blogging. So hi, I'm Samantha. I grew up in the US and Jason is Costa Rican. I moved here a couple years ago. We were long distance for a couple years and I was living in the States and pretty much I said I didn't want to be here anymore because I didn't want to be long distance. And so I moved down here a couple years and then we started blogging pretty shortly after that. Basically, it started out with documenting our travels, but we also met a couple people here who who showed us like the world of blogging and what it can do for them. And it was something we were really, really interested in. And that's kind of how we fell into it. Okay, well, yeah. I mean, I think what we want to talk about today, and I think what our listeners are going to be really interested to hear about, is um, how you've managed to make so much money in such a short amount of time. So first of all, I want to ask you, did you have a focus strategy when you started My Tan Feet? Or did it sort of just come together by accident as you went along? And um, hi, Tom, this is this is Jason. Hey. Like Samantha said, I'm a Costa Rican. When we start My Tan Feet, first, you know, probably like everyone else out there, everything started, you know, as a hobby. 
first, you know, Samantha's parents, they were like, hey, can you guys, you know, like write what, you know, what you guys doing so we can, you know, like keep a track or I don't know if they trust me back then, but <laughs> I think that, you know, that was one of the main reasons. But after that, we were reading like, you know, some people were making money online. Pretty much they were just telling people how they live, where they go. So I'm the kind of person, actually, we both are the kind of persons who always, you know, give it a try to everything. So we were like, I mean, right now we have these jobs. We don't like these jobs. Let's go and try this to see if it works. So from day number one, our main purpose, you know, our number one priority first is our readers. Before making money, we want to provide the best information to our readers. And then after that, we just focus on let's give the best information to our readers and try to make our living from it. Now, and if you want to know like any specific strategy that we follow, what we did is pretty much learn something new every day. Like we have had really good times, really bad times. It's just like a learning sequence, you know, like every day you learn something new and it's pretty much, you know, like a mentality. It's like we, since day number one, our goal is to have the best travel blog. I mean, I know that it sounds a little bit cocky or anything, yeah. but that's our goal. I mean, yeah, the thing we really enjoy about your particular blog is that you really saw a break in the market. You saw that there wasn't really great information about Costa Rica. People were asking about bus timetables or they're asking about what is this particular beach like? And you guys saw that gap in the market and monetized, like just jumped on board with that particular niche. But the clever thing was that you didn't just call yourselves like the Costa Rica blog, you had that foresight to, for expansion. Yeah, exactly. Like when we first started, like when I was trying to find information on living and moving here as a foreigner, I couldn't really find anything in particular that I was looking for. So I had a good idea of the kind of content that I wanted to write because I wanted to fill this gap that I myself was in that position and I couldn't find that kind of information. And then at the same time, we knew like we also wanted to travel around the world. We wanted to go to different places. Like who knows? Like we might not settle here forever. So we didn't want it to limit ourselves to, you know, saying having a domain is like the number one costricotravelblog.com or something like that because that is very very limiting and in, it's good to have a niche in when you're travel blogging but at the same time we already knew that we wanted to go to different places and put it expand it beyond just one country even though that is our main focus but at the same time like you said like we didn't want to limit ourselves to just that one place which i think is the biggest mistake people starting out in blogging do they sort of they're like oh you know we need a niche we need a niche but then they they sort of corner themselves so they can't expand any further. To yeah, exactly. Like, it's great, you know, if your blog is about, like, budget backpacking or something, but what if in, like, 10 or 15 years you don't want to be a budget backpacker anymore? And you, What if in two years you, you don't want to be a budget it. backpacker anymore? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, in two years or six months, you know, like, things always change and people are always growing. And so you got to think of something that will let you have more opportunities than opposite, you know? So that's, that's yep. <laughs> Yeah, well, let's talk a little bit more about niche markets because obviously you've sort of cornered this whole Costa Rica thing, which is awesome. Now, how much has that helped aid monetization for your site? How much has that helped you guys make money just from blogging because you have that thing and you're really specialist? Well, I think that it's like any marketing product. If you just target one specific product, you're going to have less competition first. Then you're going to specialize on something and then you're going to have a name on that niche. I mean, it's not the same, you know, as we just do travel blogging as, you know, like we are Costa Rican travel blogging, you know, it's completely different. We just, we pass from a million blocks competition to maybe two or three competitions. You know, yeah. that's the first, in, you know, good stuff. Then I would say that Costa Rica is a top destination, you know, like everyone wants to come here and um, there are a lot of marketing companies here and the marketing here is intense. So, I mean, if you Google Costa Rica, whatever, you're going to find a lot of results, but most of those results are like marketing, like company. So mm. we found out that 
the readers, you know, people who, who wants to come here, they were tired to read and ask all these companies. Because, I mean, if you own a hotel, if you own a place, and if someone asks you, of course you're going to say, I mean, I'm the best in the world. You know, yeah, my hotel yeah, is, you know, is the shit. So it's very refreshing for the audience to read non-commercial. We can tell review or non-commercial opinion. You show them non-professional, super edited videos, you know, like mm. it's something the way how we see it. So when it comes to competition, to, you know, to how we are establishing ourselves on this big niche that is called traveling to Costa Rica, I will personally say that uh, it's been an advantage, you know, to us just focusing on this specific one and have a different voice. Do you think if you had not chosen Costa Rica, your blog might not ever have been as successful as it is? I would say that maybe not money-wise because most of our traffic is focusing in Costa Rica. I would say that around 50% or 60% of our income comes from our own affiliate network that we build here. It's just growing, like, you know, more, more companies are interested every day, we say the same, but we are passing from just being bloggers to, you know, we don't see our blog as a, as a hobby anymore, it's our business. Yeah, I think uh, listeners would be really interested to know which sort of companies you're working with and how your sort of payments work. Is it that people, when they click on a link for that company, you make some money, or is it that the company gives you money in advance and you just help promote them? What is your monetization strategy when it comes to local companies? Okay, when it comes to the international way, like, you know, we promote hotels and some activities you know, around the world. Like, when it comes to that part, we use the classic affiliate system, you know, like probably the same one that many travel bloggers use, you know, like Affiliate Window or Cherasel, you know, all this kind of uh, affiliate platforms. You know, that's, that's the way how we do the international way. Now, the local part, that was the part where we had to fulfill a necessity. For us, I mean, we can perfectly go to Hotels Combined and just put a lot of links about, you know, like their affiliate links they have, but their commission is freaking small, you know? They yeah. pay you cents whenever they make all the money. And uh, Yeah, we've seen that. And I think maybe a lot of people have put off doing affiliates because they're like, I'm going to make 12 cents every time someone clicks a link. I'm never going to make any money unless I've got like 200,000 people a day coming to my blog. Yeah, so I mean, okay, let's do this. We have the tools, we have the knowledge, we have the traffic that they don't have. So... Um, we have agreements with certain companies in Costa Rica where pretty much we send them the traffic. Well, actually, they, they kind of make the reservation in our site and we make from 10 to 20% commission from that sale. So that's even better to get sent. So we pass from making 15 cents per lead to $40 per lead. You know, it's a yeah. huge difference. And we keep the client and we keep their email address and then we just have our email sequence. And that once we know the profile, of the reader, because everyone that comes to you know to our site and we know the profile as a fact, you know, as a person who are thinking to go to Costa Rica and are looking information to travel. So just by knowing that part, it gave me a lot of material to work. I know what this guy is looking for, so I, you know, then I just work on an email sequence. You know, I just start giving them the best we can give them. Oh, cool. Now, apart from the affiliate stuff, what other monetization things do you use on your blog? Most of our money comes from affiliates, and uh, we have AdSense. You know, like we use Google AdSense. We try to do some. Oh, you're still on that. Wow. I'd love to hear how you're making money from that. Because I know a lot of people complain about AdSense and they make like $5 a month. Yeah. But you guys are actually getting. We make 150 or 200 a month oh. or something. Actually, like $200 a month. Is this. And we just got two ads. That's it. Is this just because you've got two very targeted ads that everyone who comes to your blog will be interested in because it's about Costa Rica? No. 
No, like actually, these are like the generic 350 by 300, I think, boxes that we put. Yeah, 350 by 250 boxes. On the sidebar. And we put it in the sidebar of our posts. And then sometimes we'll put one in in the middle of posts or something like that. But we kind of experimented with locations and different sizes and stuff. But those are the ones that work really well for us. And once we implemented those, we were making five, ten dollars a day easily with the ads. I and we don't have like. A shit ton of traffic or anything like we're not ma- getting like half a million views a month or anything you're like, like barely a hundred yeah hundred thousand or something page views yeah still pretty good <laughs> yeah so that we make can't be complaining with that yeah that's still good traffic yeah <laughs> i mean like we try to make yeah we're trying to make business with some uh, network networks you know and they were paying uh, like a dollar for you know for a thousand impressions rpms and i was like hmm that doesn't sound good. So I get rid of all those companies, which I'm not saying they're bad. I mean, they're very good people. They're making an honest living, but you know, you have to do whatever is best for you. So believe it or not, we make more money with AdSense than with private networks. You know, like all these guys that try and well, get ads on you and they just pay you a dollar or two dollars, even three dollars. So. Yeah, that's really, uh, that's really cool. Cause yeah, we don't hear a lot of people say they're getting results with AdSense. So that's awesome. Is there any other things you use apart from advertising and affiliates? I started this month, I know last income report, we start separating our other source of income. Like sometimes Samantha does some copywriting uh, work. So we were adding that, but I mean, starting last month, we are not adding that into, you know, in, into the income. We just want to put 100% of what we make out of the blog. I mean, all the, because we also give like blog consultations and um, sessions with other bloggers and we just, you know, we just do all the kind of work too. But we just decided, you know, that from now on, it's going to be a hundred percent related. And uh, I think that's, that's the only thing we get the money. I mean, pretty much as well, you, you just make the money by selling. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, that's great. Yeah, that's really good that you're getting yeah. those results. And we really love the fact that you guys are completely transparent about your income, which is really good for people getting started because they can see that it's not just the big blogs out there that are actually making it happen. They can see that it's people of every stage of having a blog are out there hustling. And I think from what I saw, you guys, you guys are the ultimate hustlers. When you first started out, you just wrote like hundreds and hundreds of emails out to different hotels and different activities and stuff like that, just saying, can we write for you? So how much of a response did you get from just hustling that way? Uh, Are you talking about like in terms of pitching? Exactly. I think in the beginning, like we weren't focusing on pitching too much. I think we did it once for a trip in our very first trip actually in Costa Rica, because we were kind of just curious like what the response would be in this country. And it actually worked out well. We were really surprised at how responsive some hotels and companies were. And that really gave us good inspiration, motivation to work harder because we were like, oh, okay, you know, there is a market for this. Blogging isn't just like dear diary, blah, 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 blah. Like people are using this as to form businesses and partnerships with. And that really gave us more, you know, energy to keep it going. But yeah, we were working really hard. I think in the first year we were posting every single day. We went out and traveled all around where we were like taking videos of beaches, like interviewing people and taking a lot of pictures and just making sure that we were covering as much as possible. Of course, we were still learning. Like we didn't just like fall into this being like professionals or experts or whatever. Like we were just like anybody else. We had to learn everything along the way. But we really poured our heart and soul and maybe a couple pieces of hair and and nails (laughs) into it. Yeah, exactly. Some tears and stuff. But you know, it was it was definitely worth the reward. And I don't know, like, I'm not gonna say like, oh, it takes this long until you see results or this long until you make money. But from the work that we put in, in the beginning, it has definitely paid off now two years, you know, a couple years later. So you mentioned earlier that you traveled around doing video. How much of that has been part of your success of your blog and in what way has it driven traffic? It was really great actually like we knew from the beginning we wanted to do travel videos and so we had to you know really learn first you have to we had to learn how to make videos and we got a GoPro and then we just got a drone so we just been like growing and growing Ooh, in our videos. Fancy. Very cool. 
Yeah, we've been taking, <laughs> yeah, it's really cool. Like we've been taking aerial videos of beaches and towns and people love it. Like we noticed that people really want to see what the country is like because you can Google it and you see pictures and stuff. But when it comes to video, it's different because you can't edit it. You can't put on these fancy filters and put in saturation and make the water all silky or whatever. And so we just show what it's really like and people love it. And yeah. so that was definitely a great thing for us. That was a smart idea actually yeah. for us and to do. For all the guys that are listening <laughs> to this podcast and uh, if you guys are looking for an excuse to buy a drone, just did what I did. It's not a drone. It's a tool. It's a work, work tool. tool. <laughs> <laughs> it's taxable. It's taxable. If your wife or girlfriend doesn't let you buy a drone. Exactly. It's it's, no, it is. I actually is put it tool. on my taxes. And you know, I'm a, I'm a tech person. I like, I like, I mean, Radio Shack is like Disneyland for me. You know, I like all this kind of stuff. So that's one of the best advices. Well, we, if you, if, you know, if you cannot buy it, it's like. We just heard Radio Shack filed for bankruptcy. Yeah. That might be very upsetting for you. Yeah. Uh, we have, I mean. Just stores like, you know, that kind of stores. You can find Red everything on Amazon. Here. You've got a backup alternative. There'll always be some sort of electronic store that'll be it's called you know, eBay. A, a boy's little, <laughs> yeah. you know, happy land. Yeah, yeah, I think it's eBay or Amazon now because we bought, we bought our drone on Amazon. But I have to say, like, I, I know a lot of travel bloggers are, are thinking about doing video or maybe they think it's not very important. But even for us, when we mentioned hotels, like, hey, we'll do a video review of your hotel. They're so, they're like, yes, we love that, you know, and they share it. And it's like an extra something that you can give that, will set you apart from other people who are doing pitching the exact same hotel so yeah it's a, it's a, it's a really nice extra and um, an extra point we make like 150 is from the normal amazon and like an extra 30 to 50 dollars a month or yeah. sometimes more from the youtube, uh, YouTube ads. so i think that depends like sometimes we make more than 200 from google a month i think a month we almost reach like 300 but that's another source of income and uh, people like those videos a lot and you get money from it and i think that google already pay my drone so. <laughs> there you go good for them. So, <laughs> but it's good i mean it's good if everyone out there wants to buy a drone just do it it's amazing <laughs> <laughs> just do it the best thing you'll ever don't do don't hold yourself back just get on and get a drone yeah just yeah. do it <laughs> uh, we don't have space in our backpacks to carry a drone around with us yeah, that, I mean, we didn't take it to Asia because there was, yeah. That's okay. It's, it's a big tool. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. You've got to be somewhere for a little while to, to hold on to it. So do you get a lot of traffic to your website for the videos or do people just sort of watch the videos, learn some information and then go away? Or do you get most of your traffic from SEO through Google searches? What's the main thing that's getting you 100,000 visitors a month? Uh, our main is Google Organic. That has been our main for a while. But right now our social media has gone up. Like we get our number one social refer is actually Pinterest. Uh -huh. Us too. From yeah, it's great. From the videos, we get some traffic. We get a lot of comments and engagement from it because we embed it into our articles as well, so people can just watch it straight there instead of having to go to our YouTube channel. But it's really good for engagement. People really like it when we even post it like on Facebook and stuff like that. We get a lot of interaction with it. But yeah, right now, like Google Organic is our number one. Pinterest and is our number two. Facebook, so. Yep. Cool. Now, I noticed you've got a book sign up on the side of your blog to get people on your email list. Now, what sort of strategies do you use with your email list to get people out there purchasing? Do you have a regular newsletter? Do you have a follow up series that goes out automatically when someone signs up? What is your email strategy? So with the email newsletter, we for the free ebook, actually, they have to sign up to our newsletter to get it. And then as soon as they sign up, we send them like a welcome email and then we send a thank you email. But then we have a 20 plus email sequence list that sends out once a week that we call like the evergreen list. We include old posts that are really, really good, but maybe, you know, like not everyone's gonna sit on your blog and go through every single post and dig yeah. through all the information. So we bring the older ones back through our email sequence. And a lot of those, you know, like our goal is always to give 
really good information. But at the same time, like some of those posts maybe have affiliate links. So then that's another way to like revive your older articles and make some money off of it. Yeah, but always given, you know, like quality information. We do not send to our readers, you know, we don't send crap. That's pretty much what I want to say. Like, yeah, you're not spamming them. You're just sending them content they really want to read that will help them out. Exactly. Yeah, we, we always engage them. We get a lot of replies from our email sequence. Yeah, we even have uh, one of our reports. I wrote exactly the strategy that we use for our email engagement. And uh, I can tell that at least 30% or maybe 30 to 35% of our income, it's, it's coming from our emails. I mean, like, like I was telling you at the beginning, if someone goes to your site and you sell potatoes, for example, I mean, you know that that person wants potatoes. So giving information about potatoes and where to buy potatoes. You know what I mean? It's important. Potatoes. Yeah, yep, it's so simple. And yet so many people don't do it. Yeah, I mean, like I have, I mean, I don't understand how come some bloggers, they don't, I mean, they want to make money. They, they don't have an email sequence for me. Without that, I mean, that's our number one tool. Yeah, we love it because, you know, our email sequence is ours. We can do what we want with it. The content we put in it is all of us. We can engage as much as we want. Whereas if I post something on Facebook, only 10% of people are going to see it. If you're lucky. If I put something on Twitter, 15 second lifetime. Exactly. But with our email sequence, you know that we're not going to go to spam. We're not, you know, like they signed up because they wanted to sign up. They signed up because they want to get to know us. They want to know what we have to say. And so everything about it is is ours, which is what I love. Like nobody else has control of it except us. What if Google just decide to change their rules, you know, and then boom, all their traffic goes down. They do. Yep. So that's why. All the time they do. Yeah, all the time. So our number one priority is getting people's email addresses. And uh, that's pretty much our, our wallet. <laughs> you know, you know, whenever we want to do something, we just throw it. So we hear this is a common story from a lot of people who are making money from their websites. Email marketing is still the number one way to contact and engage your readers it is exactly and with like the automated sequence like you can personalize it so much you know like you like i write them geared towards talking to them engaging with them asking them questions like tell us more about you like how can we help you is actually our first email is thank you for signing up how can we help you what information would you like us to write more about email us like are you coming do you need more tips like it's always about putting the reader first and putting their needs yeah just tell them what they need like okay i know you're coming to costa rica i mean you got you download the freaking book i mean so we know the profile (laughs) You know, we know the yep. profile from the reader. So after that is telling them and then just give the best to them. Like if you make like an special deal with a hotel, you know, like a real deal, not like that crap that a lot of people put, you know, like get 10% discount. And at the end is that, you know, they just add a 10% and you know, when I'm talking discount, whenever we tell people they get discounts, it's a real discount, you know, that. so that's very important. People are not as stupid now. Mm. So yeah. you can, you know, you can integrate so many strategies on your email sequence. Like I said before, this is our number one tool like we I ask at least once a month we go through all the emails and we make changes we just trying to make them better and better and better and better because that's how it is I mean and we got uh, 70% average of the people that we send an email they open it which is very good 70% of the people that's very high wow. yeah. yeah that's really good and we get replies from I'll say at least 30% of it so I mean it is very good like we don't have as many subscribers as many other people but all our subscribers they're 100% engaged. We work with quality, no, no, no volume. Yeah, and that's what you want. And that's what I think companies want to see. If you've got a really engaged audience, that is much better than having a large disinterested audience by far. Mm-hmm. That's what people are looking for now. They just don't care about numbers as much as they used to because yeah. companies have got wise to the fact that just having millions of people land on your website and then bounce straight back off it 
that doesn't mean that they're going to sell any products because those people aren't buying. But also these days, the big social media companies are cracking down. So we just saw the, the whole cull of Instagram where they got rid of all of the fake accounts and people just instantly had all of their followers just disappear. Yeah, yeah. And Facebook is doing the similar thing. They've There's this new algorithm coming in and everybody, like if it's not a real follower, people are just not going to be liking and seeing your stuff yeah. even yeah. more. Yeah, I mean, it's pretty obvious. Like you can go on Fiverr and buy 500 followers for yeah. every single social media. And they show up, so I have easy. so many followers. Yeah. For example, here's the I have so many bloggers, followers, and then boom, what are your followers now? <laughs> yeah, it's all trash followers. It's terrible. Yeah. I don't believe people do it. I don't know why they do it because it, it doesn't help them in the long run. They get found out and then they've got no credibility and they have to start from scratch again. Exactly. But I think... So it's really, really bad. I think like a lot of it when people start blogging is they care a lot about numbers. And I understand that, you know, like you need to have good numbers or like, you know, everybody wants like, I have so like hundreds and thousands of visits or whatever. And they get caught up in the numbers game and they start thinking that that's the only important thing. That's the only way I can make money. That's the only way I can succeed. When in reality, like it's always about quality and not about quantity. I mean, having a lot of traffic is awesome. Don't get me wrong. But, you know, you can do a lot with a smaller amount as well. All right, we're going to be getting back to our interview with Jason and Samantha in just a minute. But of course, now it's time for our Monday tool. Yeah, and this one's super important. We've been talking a lot about the importance of email lists in this episode. There's a few good systems out there to automatically manage your email signups. I think as the guys from My Tan Feet mentioned, they were with MailChimp and they decided to ditch it and go with Aweber because MailChimp just really wasn't doing the business for them. There's loads of different opinions online. We use Aweber. We think it's probably the best one. Infusionsoft is also awesome, but that costs a lot more and that's really for when you've got a very advanced business and you're selling a lot of products. I think the basic is... A lot of people stick with MailChimp because it's free. Yeah. We went to Aweber. But it's only free when you start. It's not free forever. Once you hit a certain amount of subscribers, you start paying MailChimp quite a lot of money. So, uh, yeah, if you want a decent service that does this, you do need to pay. That is the problem. And we've been paying for this for two years now. We actually went straight in. We didn't fuck around. Because it just it manages your email list. When people sign up on your website, it automatically puts them on the right list, which lets you then build your list very quickly. You can put together a follow-up series with an autoresponder. That is really important, as the guys are talking about in this episode. You have to have automatic emails that go out. Don't just rely on the odd broadcast about what you've published on your website this week. Hi, what I've been doing this week. Yeah. I went to the shops and I bought some vegetables. No, if you have a a very designated email list that sends out to them at certain times along their subscription, they're just blam. Yeah, you need so to good. them to get the email at the right time. Yeah. So they need to get an email from you two days after they join to say, cool, thanks again for joining. Here's some really useful shit. Because if they sign up and they get your first email going, hey, you're on our email list, and then they don't get anything else for two weeks, when they get the next email, they're going to go, who the that? fuck was that? Who is this people emailing me? I'm going to spam, I'm going to call them spam, and I'm going to get them banned. And if you get loads and loads of spam responses from people unsubscribing, you do actually get banned and you lose your email list. Yeah, it's not good. So, yeah, you don't want to piss around. You need to send those few introductory emails within the first couple of weeks regularly so people get used to getting emails from you and learn about what you do and what you're about. If you're also really fairly new at all of this, they have some really easy-to-use templates. So you can just go in there and choose the sort of style that you want, or you can create your own template that you use week after week, which is what I do. And you can just go in there and go, use my template. You put in all the new information that you want and the pretty pictures and you just organize it all and blam, done. Really easy to use. So even beginners can figure this one out. Yeah, so it's easy. Autoresponder, you want to get that set up, get lots of follow-up emails all together, like pitching who you are and explaining why people should keep listening to you. 
and then yeah get your broadcast and newsletters out as well like every week or every two weeks whatever you like and then really. follow up with your stats because it gives you tons of stats on oh, who yeah. opens your email who clicks on what so you know like if you open up our newsletter and a whole bunch of people are clicking on our world nomads promotion we know that people are loving that promotion five percent off yeah we see, we know if you're signed up to our email list we know if you bought insurance through us yeah we know <laughs> we can see what you've clicked on or if you've opened the email at all just saying yeah we know if you're not opening those emails <laughs> every single one of you we know your email addresses and we know <laughs> we're not stalking you we're just saying this is really really useful when you build your own business and build your blog and your email list to yeah. know because you can hone it in and then you do send out information that people are interested in rather than sending them a bunch of crap that they've got yeah. no interest in clicking on and if people aren't opening your emails and we're going to be having a clear out in the not too distant future we can see someone, if they've not opened a single email from us in like two months, we're just going to go, we're deleting you off our thing. Well, because it's wasting it's wasting money. That's it your money. It fucks up our stats. Yeah. Because your open rates are reduced. If you've got 100 people on an email list of 1,000 who never open anything, that's instantly 10% less on your open rate. Yeah. Whereas if you clear them all out, your open rate goes up with 10%. And then when you pitch companies and go, my open rate's freaking awesome. They're like, hey, yeah, they go like, pretty okay, good. We'll give you some money because their email list really engaged. Anyway, this is Aweber. You can jump on our link, which is $5planet.com slash Aweber. And that'll take you straight there. These are also affiliate links. If we told you about affiliate links before, we make a small commission. You should also have affiliate links on your website, but we'd appreciate you using ours because that's a way to say thanks to us for providing free content. Because if we don't make money through affiliates and we can't make enough money to keep running a podcast, we, we can't, can't drink wine we, and we can't be interesting and this whole show will be fucking boring. Exactly. So yeah, use our affiliate link, $5dollarplan.com slash Aweber. If, if you're planning on signing up with Aweber, if you don't give a shit about building an email list, which would be insane, then, you know, don't bother signing up. It's all right. No, it's all right. That's fine. Cool. Let's get back to our interview with my tan feet. Okay. Right. Now we're going to ask you another question that's a little bit separate because this is something some people will be interested in when they're listening. You guys have actually set up some of your own press trips yourself rather than applying so you to can't one see you've actually it, constructed it. your own. I'm guessing you got like elements of the trips for free or heavily discounted to do that. Okay. So what sort of planning goes into creating your own press trip? Uh, a lot of planning, but basically like when we start doing it, we look at it kind of like planning any other trip. We look at how many days we want to be there and what kind of stuff we want to do. But I always, when I'm looking for businesses that we want to work with, we're always looking for ones that are a good fit for our blog. So luckily, you know, no, we're not limited ourselves on our blog to just luxury or just budget. So we don't have to talk to just hostel, hostels or just like resorts and stuff. I have a we have a variety of places we can work with, but we always look for one that we're interested in and that would look be a good fit for us and that we do want to make a partnership with. So we don't go through emailing like 200 hotel hotels, but we do have a good selection because you know how it is with pitching. But basically, that's it. And then when we look for activities, we look for things that is something a little different, something that we think our readers would be interested in learning about and reading about. And some of it comes from the questions that we get like some of the questions are like you know what is the best zip line in so-and-so area or whatever so I go and look up like oh, okay let's try this out so then I can give a good answer firsthand you know my personal experience and and so even when it comes to that like we're not doing activities just so we can like go out and have a great time and doing it all for us at the same time we're always doing it for the readers you know always telling them like oh you want to go with this company or this company because from our experiences this is how they work or always giving honest reviews um, I know everybody says they give honest reviews but when it comes down to if you're getting sponsored and stuff like how much is that really honest and how much is that really just because they didn't have to pay for it or they got paid to write that review but we always make sure that we write firsthand opinions as someone who is traveling as a foreigner because you know I'm not from Costa Rica so I know what it's like to have the mentality of somebody from the US or from Canada and they have like a different expectation or they don't even have any expectations Costa Rica and they don't even know what it's like so I can give that good perspective for them. 
Cool, exactly. And I think we have the same experience when we write reviews of places we've been, that, uh, and when we've spoken to other people who do the same thing, what their advice is, actually, if it goes really badly and you don't like the tour, it's better to contact the company and say, I'm going to write an honest review, and if you don't like that, I can just not publish it, but you've already paid me and I'm not like giving you the money back because I spend my time sorting this out, but like these are the problems with your company. Mm -hmm. And you know, do you want me to publish it as is with the negative comments and the positive comments, or shall we just call it a day and thanks for working together, but um, we won't be working together again. So it's up to people to make their own decision what they want to do, but often I believe it's better not to just be one of those people who's seen as someone who might be very negative, but also never lie on your blog ever. So exactly. like, just don't like we're still, you know, you still have to work like as a professional and you are in a business relationship at the same time, you know, you yeah. need to give the value. So it's just, it is up to the blogger, you know, what they want to do with it and what they want to put out there. Yeah. But I say to everybody, please don't lie on your blogs just so that you'll get money. It is better to speak to the <laughs> company, keep people. your integrity, yeah. burn your bridge <laughs> with that one company who you won't want to work with anyway. And then other companies will know that this is an honest person. So I can trust them to be honest with me and they won't just post up a bunch of crap about me without telling me, but also, you know, they're trustworthy, which is great. Um, we, yeah, exactly. We got time for a couple more questions because we're almost running out of time. So. Okay, this is uh, the one question we'd love to ask everybody. If you could go back before you started the blog, what is one thing that you would do differently? Definitely the email. email oh, the yeah. email. Yeah, the very beginning. Started we, from the beginning. We, we use Mailchimp or something. Mailchimp. Mailchimp. Yeah. And uh, at the end, it's more expensive to use that company than the one that we use Aweber now. Yeah. And, uh, so it was, yeah. So it was very. I don't know. I think a rookie mistake. But if I can go back and start again, I will definitely start using Aweber since you know day number one even if they cost money you know like that is the big thing people say because i lost they're like oh but it costs money and it's like it's so invaluable to it's just the most important thing in your online business is the email list as we discussed earlier so having a really good company that provides your email services like aweber is just essential yeah and yeah really important okay so guys thanks again for coming on the show and can you let the listeners know with a very short soundbite where they can find you and what you're up to in 2015, what they've got to look forward to? So we're Samantha and Jason. You can find our blog at www.mytanfeet.com. Uh, we're going to be in Costa Rica most of 2015. We're going to Peru for a couple weeks in April, but that's about all our concrete plans. So that's where you can find us, probably on a hammock on the beach. <laughs> Nice. Oh, you just bought hammocks, didn't you? Yeah, we did. <laughs> so I'm really excited about it. Yeah, he's got two new hammocks. That's got to be like the best investment ever. Oh, that, that's a pr uh. See, now you have hammocks, you really are living the dream. Yeah. You've made it. Yeah. Yeah, whenever you have your laptop in a hammock. Yep. Yeah, but you fall asleep. That's my problem. I, I can't work in the hammock. I'm like, choo 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 boo. And that's it. <laughs> then I'm like, how come I'm in a hammock without a beer? So I got my laptop, a beer, and a hammock, and then I'd like. Now you're living the dream. That's the dream. Hmm. We should get another beer. Yeah. That's the digital nomad dream. Yep. Yeah, you know. Cool. Well, yeah, actually, that's how it is. So. <laughs> okay, Jason and Samantha. Yeah, and I don't know if something useful for the readers, because I'm just putting myself on, the, on your listener's position, and something that I would like to hear is if you don't have the platform or the way to contact the business, just build it yourself. Like here in Costa Rica, everyone has this old school mentality. They think that bloggers are just people who want things for free, lazy people and blah, blah, blah. So just build your own stuff and make it work. So because don't limit yourself you know, from all the things that, that are already made, you know, like all these affiliate programs that are good, but they pay you little. I mean, if you have the opportunity to build them, find your own, build your own, find them. Don't yeah. be scared. That's for me, that would be a really, that's the key for us. Don't, don't be afraid of it. Build it, go yourself. And if it's not there, it's okay. It's, it's even better. Just build it. Yeah. 
create your own affiliate program. Don't rely on the ones that exist already. Yeah. Good advice. <laughs> yeah, because I mean, I just got tired to get cents whenever these guys were making a lot of money. And um, I don't even want to, you know, like get into it. But, you know, like, I mean, I don't want to like get too much against these affiliates. They're very good. But it's, it's I mean, that's, that's a good advice. Just, just build it. Do it. You know, just <laughs> grab your balls and do it. <laughs> just do it and get yourself yeah. a drone. Get yourself a drone. Get a drone. Yeah. Get a drone. Yeah, that'll change your life. A drone and a hammock. And that's it. Success will be yours. <laughs> and a cooler. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Real. Cool. Jason and Samantha from MyTanFeed.com. Thanks again for coming on the show. Thank you. Uh, thank you for having us. And if you guys or any of the listeners around Costa Rica, just send us an email and we will be more than happy to meet and share one beer or two in our hammocks. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Cool. Cheers, guys. Okay, it's that time of the show. Yay, travel homework. We told you it's still going to be here. Yep, the homework. not going anywhere. The homework that you want to do. Exactly. So, do you have an email list? Yep, have you got people signed up on your email list? Are you sending them emails? If not, as we mentioned earlier, you can hop over and sign up with aweber5dollarplant.com slash aweber. That's spelled A-W-E-B-E-R. But the important part is you must have one. Just sending out the odd newsletter about new posts. It might get some site visits, but is it going to make you money? No. You need a targeted autoresponder email series that actually builds authority through free content, but also directs readers towards paid products. Yeah, so a whole b- bunch of, look at this really awesome stuff I'm giving you for free. If you'd like to extend on that, here's a paid product. Yeah. Whether it's your eBooks or whether it's affiliate products that you recommend, that you love, whatever, really. There's but it's that building of that authority. They love you. They love that free content that you give them. And so they're happy to go and buy that paid product that could be your product, as we said, because they love you, or they trust your authority. Yeah, and don't be spammy about good information. it. No, it's not spammy. And don't recommend stuff that like sucks balls because that just makes you look like a dick. Well, yeah, I mean, we're not going to start advertising to you about deodorant get rich quick on the internet magic special magic potion that makes you rich if we started promoting bullshit like that then you'd just tune out yeah you'd think we're complete assholes and go these people are full of shit which is why we're promoting stuff like aweber because we use it we've been using it for over two years it gets results yeah so you guys need to do the same thing don't be spammy about selling stuff explain benefits and soft sell and make sales so get an email list make it happen make it work Thanks for listening to the $5 Planet Travel Podcast. Show notes and resources for this episode are waiting for you at $5planet.com. So join us again for Money Mondays to learn how to supercharge your online income. Or for Travel Thursdays, we will help you travel like a prince on a pauper's budget. We are waiting for your comments, feedback, and $5 travel tips. So tweet us at $5 Travel with the number 5. Or email info at $5planet.com. I'm Tomo. And I'm Megzy. Catch us again on Mondays and Thursdays on the $5 Planet. Bye for now. Bye-bye.